Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. It's a very interesting thing, working on a past, and and I feel like we've talked a lot, and you all have sort of started to do it instinctively, where you start to you start to work on the past and go to that moment in the past and build it that way uh which i i think is really valuable i i i think it's great that we've been playing with this concept the idea that it is in you because you experienced it and let's just add to that it's something you need to keep going back to the more you understand about your character. I cannot say enough how important it is to continually revisit your choices, to continually revisit what you know. Uh, when you're working on a play, you will continually revisit the text, hopefully because you're in rehearsal, but you know sometimes you, it's like part of the work you need to be doing. Going back, now I understand more about the character. Now I understand more about uh, what they're going through. And so therefore, I need to go back to something that I've already already built because I understand more now than I did the first time. So that's one issue. I think it's important, however, to understand there's a difference between building the past in the moment of the past and building the past from the moment in the play that you're living in. In other words, so every play takes place in the present. We know that. And there is no present without a past. So, so much of the work that we've been doing for the last few months has been on building the past in our attempt to understand that if we own the past, we know more about the character. Understanding my character's relationship to their past gives me an understanding of the character. This has all been very, very valuable. I find, uh, uh, it's interesting to me how clear you're getting about your character by building the past, by building your relationship to the past. The element that we need to slightly be aware of and add to all of this is when we're building a past from the perspective of the present that we're in in the play, where the play takes place, there is a reason that we're building it. There is a why that we're building it. And the why affects how we build it. In other words, why am I telling you about this past? The why that I'm telling you about this past, I mean, technically, I guess it's the action, but the why I'm telling you uses this past that I've built truthfully and experienced but the experience of that fact is different than it was when I was in it. Is that like so confusing that you 
don't get it. Can you say that again? Okay, so I build a past, and 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 we've played a lot with this, and I think it's so so valuable. I had the experience with Kareem yesterday because we've been working, as you know, on Quinn, and a year and a half ago. Quinn walks into a meeting with the money men from downtown. This is an American clock. And sees his competitor, Georgie, across the table. And he says, it's in the text, what is Georgie doing in a meeting of General Electric? He's my competitor in Frigidaire. So, okay, there's a moment we built of that moment when he sees him. Okay, so eventually he finds out, which was a huge issue, and it's Arthur Miller, so it doesn't surprise you. It's a very big political issue. It's a very big ethical issue that both Frigidaire and General Electric are owned by the same people. And so, I mean, this is no surprise to any of us (laughs) that the money people own several corporations that are competing with each other. But this is a horrifying event for Quinn. And it was valuable to build it. In other words, what did Quinn think when he walked in and saw his competitor, Georgie, sitting across the table? It was a very, very big thing to build. A year and a half later, he tells the story to a reporter. He said, I had an event. It happened about a year and a half ago. I walked into a meeting. And there is, so it makes sense that his relationship to the facts, to the experience of the facts, has changed. It, it is, it's different because why he's telling the story affects it. In the same way, Greg, Greg. You know, we still haven't figured out when Greg will be building this past, but he will build the past at the moment he's thinking of building the past on the night of Stonewall, but he will build this past that happened several years before from the perspective of the present. God, that sounds so complicated, is it? But if, if you understand... My pl- I'm in my play in the present. The present is a result of the past. My God, there's so much past. There would be no play if there were to past. In uh, in fact, uh, you, you build the past in order so that the present can exist, because it affects everything. And by the way, sometimes you don't have to go there. I think we've had fun going there. I mean, I th- I think uh, I I think most people who teach building a past don't suggest you go there. You build the past from the present. But I'm finding enormous value in just being there and saying, be in that moment when you read that book by Samuel Beckett. I mean, it's like. Be in that moment. What an interesting thing for us to have as a tool, as actors, to be able to like just go to a moment, any moment that's in the play, and then go back to the play. And go back to the play and build in the present, whatever the present is of the play, 
from the perspective, you know, from the perspective of the present, but having owned the experience of the past. I mean, there's so many tools we have. It just hits me how interesting, uh, how interesting it is, and how full it is. So it, it's it's so interesting. <laughs> I said to I said to Kareem, Stella never told us this. So what we knew was that the facts of the play will kill you. They're so dead. Unless they are fed through your imagination as an actor and they become the experience of the facts. But now what we're figuring out is that the experience of the facts will change based on the play you're in, based on whatever the present of the play is that you're in. Does that make sense? What makes sense about it? Good, Michelle, you have a kind of look of, I'm not quite sure I get it. I always like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm having this problem right now with what I, I'm not sure if I'm prepared today to build it because I really don't know if I want to do it in the moment, or if I want to have a perspective on it in order to understand. But I mean, yes. But I mean, look. This is the joy of it: is we can play with this. Because I uh, feel like a lot of facts are just weighing me down with this. Particular. Yeah. Yes. So okay, the past that we have already built, we had a relationship to it in that moment that we lived it, but in the present moment. Do we just trust that that past that we built in the moment is in us, and then, and then sort of shift gears to okay, why am I telling you this now, and trust that all of that is already in us? Uh, yes, I think, uh, boy, I, trusting that it's in us is one of the biggest things that I, you know, to me, that's the most difficult thing for an actor. It certainly was the most difficult thing for me to trust that the homework was there. Don't play the homework. Uh, and trust that it's there. I have a feeling that the past that you experienced will change based on where you are in the present. I mean, I, I often think we amend it a little bit. We, we rewrite the past a little bit when we're in the present. If I'm telling somebody about the low point in my life, it's a few things are going to be embellished slightly. <laughs> you, you know, it's it's like we adjust the past a little once we're in a present and once we're playing the why of the present, why the action, why am I telling you this story? So if I'm and of course now you're okay and maybe you're telling the story to reassure somebody else. Of course. So that's one reason. Yeah, yes, that's one reason. If I'm on uh the Walker Vreeland uh talk show from the Hamptons and he says, you know, so what was the bottom of your career? It then becomes slightly skewed because it's a funny story. You know, it's a funny story when I was delivering backstage newspaper to 
newsstands on the Upper West Side. You know, it, that's one of those, it got so bad that stories. As opposed to, you're right, as opposed to trying to explain to somebody that you can survive anything. So we, we use it now. If, and all of this is you finally being able to select it yourself. If you feel as if you need to go back to that moment, I mean, if Wesley were suddenly to feel like, I want to go back and build the, build the moment when Walt Disney asked me if I wanted, if I wanted to be the voice of Prince Charming in Cinderella. And so you may decide that you want to go back and build that again. You may make a decision. I, you know, I like this. I, I know so much more that I'm going to go back and build it again. But, you know, that becomes you. If you feel like strengthening that moment in the past is going to help you, then by all means. And certainly, you're, you're absolutely right, Walker. The more that you know about the present and what's going on in the present and what the play is about, you know, going back and rebuilding that moment is, you know, maybe something that you want to do. There are no rules. I mean, and you have to understand the idea that there are no rules. And eventually, you will become very adept at figuring out things like, should I go back and be in that moment? Or can I build that moment from the present? I mean, there's no clear-cut way to do it. You may, let's say, as an example, Walker, you're building a guy who historically took photographs of absurdist architecture, hilarious, absurdist architecture. You may decide that you want to go back and build the first thing he saw from the point of view that he thought it was the stupidest thing he'd ever seen and he couldn't imagine anybody was that idiotic. You, you see, you say, oh, wait a second, I have an idea. What if? And now I'm going to go back and build it in a different way. And we have that. We have that possibility. I, I guess one of the lessons that we're constantly learning is no actor choice is embedded in stone. Unlike Michelangelo, who cannot go back and change the David because he's decided his calves aren't the right size, we can change anything. You know, we are not a marble stone. We can go back and change anything. We're much more like a painter who says, I'm going to paint over this canvas and start again. It's just we have that ability. We can, we can do that. Hi. 
I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted and created by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers. Music by Jeffrey Keezer Trio. May This Be Love from their album, On My Way to You. If you have a moment, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us. And uh, if you would like to send an email, if you have a question for Milton, you can do so at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Another way to get in touch is on Instagram at I don't need an acting class. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you back here next week. 